Alright, what's up, fellas? Everybody still married? Uh, I believe I still am. <laughs> you believe so? Is she still there? She's still here, but that's not that's not necessarily uh, unless you know you're still married. I'll say that much. Okay. Alright. Well, we'll take it. Well, I know divorce lawyers are getting a lot of calls, so apparently they're being inundated. We talked about that last <laughs> week. So, you know, we'll see how many marriages make it through, bro. What are we through? Two weeks? Feels like 40. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it's been a long time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is. <laughs> well, we, hey, we're not even halfway through this thing, so. Um, but anyway, welcome everybody to episode 36, Call Me Daddy Podcast. We got special guests uh, this week, so uh, Zachy Wheatley Sr. is joining us. So welcome, Zachy. How's it going, man? Thanks for having me. Yeah, What's up, Zachy? Man. What's going on? Glad you, you, you are officially the first guest ever on this podcast, so. Uh, oh man! For that, yeah. Yay. So we're happy to have you. So uh, we feel honored about that. Yeah, good. You should should be. This is um like a, I mean, we get like like a swarm of like three hundred listeners a week. We're up there like one of the most popular podcasts ever. That's a joke. <laughs> we are but. definitely the most popular podcast out of this house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if it makes you feel any better, I've listened to a few. I mean, y'all, you, you know, y'all guys are entertaining, so it's good stuff. <laughs> We appreciate that. So, um, so you have a unique situation. So obviously, you know, as you know, we kind of talk about everything on here from sports to music to um, being a dad, being a husband, all that stuff, everything in between, basically just being a guy. So um, but you so just want to kind of find out a little bit about you and, um, you know, let everybody kind of know your situation, because you kind of live in the real life Brady Bunch. (laughs) Yeah. So, um. So I was married before. I have three kids from my previous marriage. I had a, a unfortunate divorce when my oldest, uh, Zachy Jr., was 10 years old. And so I pretty much uh, got full custody of my kids and raised them, uh, those three, by myself. And then uh, uh, I was blessed to get married again about two years ago. And so my wife also has full custody of her four kids. Um, and so all seven kids still live at home. And so, yeah, we have the Brady Bunch plus one. Wow. So how are y'all doing with this quarantine? Because that is a <laughs> lot of people to deal with. Yeah, y'all are almost. Basis. Yeah, y'all are y'all almost hit the 10 person minimum. Yeah, you ten person kick somebody out. <laughs> right. So so that's funny you say that because my my uh, mother was here visiting and my nephew wanted to come. And I was like, hey, man, look, we're at 10. <laughs> we we are fools. <laughs> no, you know That's what, funny. man? It's um, so so it's the it's plus and minus, right? So the good thing about having a bunch of people is that it's entertaining, right? You can always entertain each other because it's always so much going on in the house. So it's never a dull moment. But uh, certainly from a food perspective, from a supplies perspective, Ooh. there is no such thing as, as hoarding or stocking because uh, <laughs> right, you know, and there's no such thing as not being able to go to the grocery store every single day. Yeah, how's your toilet paper situation? Uh, so man, look, I uh, I got me a new <laughs> shotgun, which is which my <laughs> which is my backup plan if I can't find toilet paper. But no, um, it's tough, man. So bef- right when this was all starting, my wife kind of, you know. She, she thought a little ahead and went and got a bunch of toilet paper and we have not had to buy any, which is great because we couldn't find any uh, for the last three weeks. And wow. literally we got down to our last eight rolls. Um, again, nine people in the house. So that's panic. <laughs> <one>, right? <laughs> so uh, my mom went out 
and found a Walmart that had some, and she bought us uh, three packs. So we restocked. Okay. Restocked. Wow. Well, that's good, man. Y'all were fortunate. Yeah. About to be survival of the fittest around there. So you so, gonna yeah? Because you were definitely gonna be on like a, a one a two sheet minimum. Or a two-sheet maximum, oh, right? man, listen. We got to the point now where we're hiding snacks in our room. Like, everything has to be, like, ration off, right? You got to come <laughs> and ask for a roll of toilet paper, for a bar of soap, for deodorant. <laughs> it's like prison around here, man. Okay. <laughs> right. It's a commissary. So, you, and plus, you got a lot of teenagers there, too. It's not like these are little ones, so. That's what so I was going to ask. What are the ages of all the kids? Yeah, so uh, so the oldest is 20-year-old. So, it's five boys in a row. So, it's 20-year-old. 18-year-old, 17-year-old, 16-year-old, and 16-year-old, and then it's two 13-year-old girls. Wow. Wow, sheesh. Yeah. yeah. Wow, man, man. Listen, my house is always live. I have uh, I have a couple of friends that come over just to sit in the living room and watch. They, they always joke <laughs> and say we should have a reality TV show because... You know, me and my kids have kind of like a outgoing personality, and then my wife and her kids are more so laid back. So it's just, just to see the, the way everyone interacts is just kind of, it's funny. So yeah, yeah, that is entertaining, man. And then your so your your oldest that you brought into the marriage, Zachy Junior, is a four star recruit in football. Yep. Uh, junior year. So how many offers is now? He just announced last week his top eight schools. Yeah, we actually talked about that on the show. So it was uh, was let me let me see if I can remember Wisconsin, uh, Penn State, UVA, Vanderbilt, uh, Northwestern. Now nah, I forgot the rest. So you can fill it in. Pitt, uh, Pitt, Ma- Pitt was one, right? Pitt, Maryland. Maryland. Okay. And I don't I don't know who you forgot. I hope they're not listening. because I don't remember. But uh, I think I think that's most. I think that's that's good. Michigan State. That was the Michigan other. State. That was the eighth. Right. Okay. Yeah. But then big big news this week. He picked up an offer from Notre Dame this week. So congratulations yeah. on oh, that. Cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, that was a big one. They have been uh, they have been recruiting him for about ten months. Just com- you know, conversation back and forth. And uh, you know, when you start getting to the blue bloods like that, they do their due diligence, right? They they're not right. going to just walk in and throw an offer. They want to build a relationship and so forth and so on. But uh, yeah, they uh they reached out to him and and they got a new DB coach who just started there about a month ago. And uh, so he called him and made the offer. So, yeah. Okay. Nice. Awesome, man. And he and he's a two. You know, goes. Um, I was about to say go both goes both ways, but I didn't want these two clowns <laughs> to start joking. But he's a he's a uh, offense and defense. You know, so he can. You know, I know he's being offered by some schools as is one and and others either a receiver or a D back. But uh, so, what does he prefer? Oh man! So yeah, now y'all get into the tough questions. So. <laughs> You know, man, one thing I'll say about my son, man, is he's super indecisive and that drives me nuts, right? He's just, he he just, he switches up week to week. He loves both. He plays both. He claims he's 50-50 down the middle, but um, my suggestion to him was, you know, as a wide receiver, you know, they're a 6'3", 185, you're a dime a dozen. Like, even when we go to camps, right, there's 75 wide receivers out there. There's only 10 DBs. Everybody's not ready to be a DB. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're on an island. It's a lot more pressure. But what I tried to explain to him is at 6'3", 185 pounds, as a cornerback or safety, that's not normal. That, you, that right. makes you an anomaly. And so, and you got hands if you used to be if right. you were a receiver. So, yeah, yep. that, that's, that yeah. does raise your stop. You yep. got to see his hand. His hands are sick. Man, length, 
Left yeah. ball skills, you know, he's kind of blessed with that, man. But, uh, you know, I think so my suggestion to him is to play DB. He hasn't decided yet. But what's good is that the schools have offered him at different positions. So, for example, Vanderbilt offered him as a wide receiver. Northwestern offered him as a cornerback. Um, you know, so the school he chooses will kind of pick that. I don't think he really has a preference. I think whatever's going to get him on the field the fastest is where he, where he'll go. And, and I think the coolest thing about this whole process and and full disclosure, I did. I had the, the great pleasure of coaching him one year in basketball. Um, he helped me win my first championship as a head coach, by the way. Um, it, the, the, the cool thing about this whole process is seeing him look at academics. And, you know, so many kids just want to get to a league, want to get to a league, want to get to a league. But even just when I talk to him, everything is it's like 50% football, 50% academics, at least when you talk to him. Now, who knows what that is, you know, when he's in his bedroom by himself at night. But, you know, he, he says the right things. I'll say that. So he's very concerned uh, with the academic side, which is obvious in the schools that he picked as his top eight. Yeah, yeah. And so that, I mean, I would say that played probably a bigger role than football. I mean, for the most part, he has, so he has 24 offers. All of them, for the most part, have good football. You know, right. I mean, even even the group of five schools that offer him have have good football. You know, football is going to be there. But at the end of the day, you know, my message to him has always been, you know, using your gift to get you into an opportunity that otherwise you wouldn't be able to get. And Zach, he's a smart kid. He has a you know good GPA. It's not crazy, but he wouldn't have gotten into Northwestern or Notre Dame on his own. You know, right. so so his his athleticism has allowed him that opportunity, and. Uh, you know, I gave him an example of the average person in the NFL plays three years. If they sign a, even a $3 million contract and then they're out, what did you make? On the flip side, the CEO of Freddie Mac, where I work, makes $6 million a year, and he's been making that for a very long time. I mean, he's he just retired. So, you know, getting the degree from the right school puts you in a situation to make significantly more money, and you don't have to run, between, run into somebody who's running full speed to get it. So, Yeah, that's true. Know? Yeah. And no, he but, is probably the most humble kid I've ever coached. I will say that. Um, yeah, he's he's definitely humble, man. He uh, he. I'm telling you, it couldn't have happened to a better kid. This time last year, he had zero offers, and he and I were sitting back talking about, you know, he you know he was only a sophomore, but there were some sophomores he knew that were getting offers, and um, I think he was a little worried and just you know when's my time gonna come because he was going against some of these guys that were getting offers, and he felt that he was as good if not better, but uh. You know, they just started coming, man. And so now, like, when he gets a scholarship, it's – I'm not going to say it's not a big deal because it is, but he's just like, that's great, Dad. Like, he's just, you know, he's he's very level-headed. And it, it just – it doesn't go to his head. Like, all the interviews and the coaches reaching out. And I think uh, in January he had 47 coaches stop past the school in a three-week period. So, like, he just takes it all in. It just, you know, wow. you know I'm proud of him, you know. Well, it says a lot about you, too, especially as, you know, a single father for many years and, you know, raised him the right way. So so congratulations to you, too. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. And so, I'll tell you something. Um, so we so I've had to coach against him the last two years. But uh, and that that's also been a headache. But the um, I was my the, my freshman team. that was a head coach of we were playing at um, Zachy School, which is Archbishop Spalding. And in the middle, I think it was like second quarter or something like that. But, I, you know, I'm up there screaming and losing my mind. And I look over and he had walked like on the other side of the gym. He had walked in, 
caught my eye, waved. I waved back, and then he just turned and walked out. So, but I was like, man, that was really cool that he just wanted to come just to kind of say, you know, hey, what's up? Like, just catch my eye, wave real quick, and then, you know, go on about his what about his business. But uh, great kid, man. You're doing a great job. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I know Zyreek, you know, he's he loves sports too, the next one in line, but he's your dancer, right? It, yeah, Zyreek is a different kid. Zyreek is a typical teenager, which isn't a bad <laughs> thing, right? So my middle son, Zyreek, who's 16, he's a dancer, he's into arts, but he's also into fashion, he's into girls. Like, he just... He just wants to have fun. Like, he plays sports. He doesn't love practice. <laughs> he doesn't have any ambitions to go to college for sports. He just wants to have fun, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, and where, you know, whereas I got, you know, Zach, he is, Zach, he doesn't play PlayStation. He don't play Xbox. He doesn't really play games. He is a weightlifting, grinding. I mean, just, just, just his mindset is, this is my dream. I'm going after it. Zarek is, man, I'm not worried about none of that. It's going to all work itself out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. P and Ray, you got any questions? Well, I was going to ask them. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask. You played college ball yourself, right? I did not. Well, I played Prince George's Community College basketball. That's it. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. okay, so you played basketball, not football. Okay. Well, so exactly. I played. Well, I played football and basketball coming up, and in high school, I played both. But I stopped playing football and just played basketball. Yeah. So, do you prefer him going off or staying close to you all right now? probably off so i'm not you know i'm one of those look man figure it out you know type dads i'm not a i mean i love my kids and i tell them i love them i hug them i kiss them but for the most part i'm like man get away from me go live your life (laughs) and so and so ultimately i want him to go where he wants to go um but you know if it were up to me and somebody was giving me a bunch of money to go anywhere in the united states i certainly would go somewhere that i haven't been or a city that i'm really interested in learning about that's just my preference yeah and he was actually a, th- a three sport stud but with uh football basketball and baseball and he's kind of dwindled it down to football and basketball and now down to football after this year right yep so yeah he played uh baseball at spalding too and won a championship man and uh it broke my heart when he gave that one up but you know <laughs> that's guaranteed money that's i man listen i've had that conversation a lot but from a scholarship perspective, you know, they, they are not full scholarships for the most part. They're partial, and it's a little bit harder. But uh, I mean, he's a really good baseball player, and he could have – I think he could have gotten an offer for basketball had he had kept his focus there. But, you I, know, after – You know what I think. I yeah, know I know. Would, <laughs> <laughs> but after yeah. ninth grade year, he just stopped doing the summer stuff, the AAU stuff. He stopped really, really working out in the gym during the summertime, like – He's worked out four times this week, and it's all football stuff. Like, that's his mind. He, he loves right. football, and that's, you know. Yeah. All right, well, cool, man. And then your daughter? Oh, yeah. So, third, so she's, And I know she plays soccer, right? She plays soccer. Um, she plays travel soccer in a, in a very competitive league, and uh, she's a good athlete, too. She got two, two brothers, so she's very, very physical, <laughs> and, you know, she don't take no crap. As a matter of fact, her coach calls her the enforcer, but uh, – She's she's the smartest one from a grade perspective. She gets pretty good grades and uh, and is above grade everything and you know so you know we'll see where she goes. I tried to put her in basketball and she was horrible. So (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately, I'm not one. I'm you know as a dad, I'm like, look, I'll train you and I'll work with you, but you got to have some God-given athleticism. Meet me halfway. If not, we're gonna try something else. And Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. So yeah. All right. Cool. 
Yep. Hey, what do you guys miss? So, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Ray and P. Did y'all? Oh, and before I go any further, so Preston is an Alabama football fan. Ray is an Auburn football fan, but we're all oh, three. Wow. We're all we all three went to UAB, so we're all three UAB fans. So, um, you know, none of those three have offered them just yet. But uh, well, Auburn. So, so the the coach at Auburn did follow him on Twitter and is starting conversations. So he has so Auburn, Florida State. Uh, and and Harvard are the three schools now that are kind of starting conversations with them, mm. and uh, and Harvard and uh, not Harvard Stanford also sent him some mail the other day. So I think they're about to get in the in the, the fight a little bit. Wow, yeah, that'll be interesting. Just Nothing so like football down on the man. plains. Just ask Ray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I just saw that movie, Just Mercy. I don't know if we're going down there. No, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. probably want to stay out of Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's a my cue to watch tonight. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen it? Oh, okay. No, I yeah. haven't seen it yet. No, me and my uh, wife we were looking at it yesterday. She said, I don't feel like watching anything sad. So, yeah. <laughs> so we yeah. put it on the queue for tonight. What have you guys been watching? Um, We almost finished with The Outsider um, now. We're on the last episode. So... I'm gonna finish that when I get finished with this, and we've been watching. We caught up on Curb, and I'm trying to think of what else. Random stuff on Netflix, honestly, because it's some stuff I have to wait for her to watch, so I don't like watching it by myself. Because then I know I may have to watch it again later. Right. So I've been trying to, um, I don't know, just stay away from shows that I have to watch twice. But that's about it for now. I've been at work all weekend with a newborn and a five year old here, so I hadn't watched much of anything. Yeah. You've been watching them. Exactly. <laughs> what about yeah. you, Ray? Now, of course, Tiger King. Yep. I, I finished that up and just trying to catch up on uh, DVR. So Better Call Saul, uh, trying to catch up on this season of that. And then I'll have to finish up Curve too. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm still on episode three of Curve. But, all right, Tiger King. Zach, did you watch that? <laughs> No, so I just I when I saw you know some of the titles, I kind of started checking it out, and I asked my wife if she wanted to watch it, and she was like, "No." Okay. Is it good? P, you didn't watch it either, right? I do not care about okay. you spoiling it at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, is it good? Is a I don't know, Ray. Why don't you take it? <laughs> it is a car wreck. That is basically <laughs> what it is. It is one of those things where you're like, I can't believe these people exist in real life, and uh, I can't believe that they filmed these people. But yeah, and I can't believe uh, that that like we let these people vote. Yes, and actually, the guy ran for president and uh, what governor? Governor, yeah, yes, and so he got nineteen percent of the vote. Yes, where? So uh, in uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Wow. This this dude is is legit. I mean, this is like what so I don't know if, if anybody saw that. Um, what was that thing where the oh abducted uh, in plain sight or whatever it was called? Yes. This like this is it's up there with that is one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. So is the premise a guy like what stealing tigers or raising tigers or? Yeah, yeah. He has yeah. a tiger part, like a big, really a big cat part because he has like. Tigers and lions and bears. Oh my! Um, but so he's got this this ti- this big cat park. But then he's got like this war with this lady 
who also has a big cat park, but names hers is called Big Cat Rescue. But like her whole goal in life is to shut her shut him down. And so, she's not even in Oklahoma. She's in Florida. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, it, it is. And then they like bring in some other, these other characters. Then they and, got one guy that looks like Prop Joe from the white. He's like the white Prop Joe. Did you see him, Ray? Do you know who I'm talking about? I have no idea who Prop Joe is. You never watched The Wire? No. I keep telling you I ain't never watched The Wire. <laughs> Wait a minute. You've never seen The Wire? I, I tried to watch The Wire. I got through three episodes and was like, nah, this ain't for me. That's oh, right. We've got to reevaluate our friendship on that. I forgot about that. I was supposed to be doing some reevaluation after that. But, um, but you know, Ray right. don't like stuff that makes him sad. It's not even that it makes me sad. It just was going too slow. I was like, I, I don't have an attention span for this. Oh, I thought it was because, you know, what's that show that we watched, Sherman FX? Um, Snowfall? Oh, Snowfall, Because yeah. when I said that, he said he didn't want to watch it because he didn't want to watch anything that made him sad. So that's no, that's why I don't watch This Is Us. Oh, right. okay. Well, why don't you watch hood stuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, one, I ain't hood. And two, like... I, now I don't like stuff that is basically like, hey, I don't like a lot of drama stuff. Like I'll watch some dramas, but yeah, it's got to have something funny in it to keep my attention. Oh, Snowfall is very funny. Yeah, it's not. No, it's not. Yes, it is. His uncle with that Jerry Carroll. He's just funny, just to look at. Okay, I mean, yes, that you watch. You watch Snowfall, Zachy? No, I mean, what, what, is that the? Uh... The L.A. one? The yeah, open? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I'm on, like, season two. Yep. Okay. That, and the funny thing about Snowfall, Ray, I really don't think you're too late to get in on that. Because the thing about Snowfall is it gets better as it goes. Wait, why is Snowfall sad? What's sad about Snowfall? There, there's nothing sad about it. Well, I don't, I don't know. Well, I took it as him saying he didn't like dramas and saying he didn't want to watch sad things. Because I associated it with This Is Us. No, this is us. I stopped watching This Is Us because it did get too sad. And I said the same thing. I don't. I'm. I'm done watching sad stuff for the most part. But I like This Is Us. So that the three shows on rotation that my wife got me watching, which is what I've been doing a lot of my time, is uh, watching This Is Us, uh, a million little things, and uh, maybe it's called Life or My Life with the brother who. Oh, yeah. For life. For life. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. That's. We, a re- I, I really like that show. Mm, I like it. It's a lot of overacting, but I like it. It's yeah, and, and I hate yeah. that Fifty has to put himself in every show that he produces. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't yeah. need to see his ass last week. <laughs> and you play the same big musty role every single show. Every single movie. Ooh, I mean, are you expecting Fifty Cent to have range? No, I'm not. No, I just thought it might have been a twist on the role. Maybe he was like really a nice guy that played played hard or something like that. You know what I mean? I thought maybe they would flip it up. Because at the beginning, he was acting all nice and stuff. And I'm thinking, oh, man, he's not going to be grimy in this one. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> took like 30 minutes. Right. Sorry, I didn't want to spoil it. I almost said something. But, yeah. No, you're not spoiled. I mean, that show's so predictable. It but is good. It is. But it is good, though. I, I like it. So, did anybody watch Love is Blind or am I the only – am I going to be laughing? I watched the reunion. I don't even Probably know what that is. It. Yeah, I had not watched it either. I think my wife watches it. I'm, I'm good right. on that one. You, P. You say you watched the reunion. I watched the reunion with her just to see the ridiculous outcome. Like, yeah, it was just stupid. But yeah. All right. So the premise of this show, which, by the way, I like, I we binged it. We were done in like a day and a half. Um. So, so, Love Is Blind 
and Tiger King are two that we've ripped through during this quarantine. So basically the premise is you go on, they, they put like, they, first of all, it was based in Atlanta. So they got everybody out of it. All, all the contestants were from Atlanta. I think it was like 20 guys and 20 women and you date through a wall. So you're, you're basically trying to make an emotional connection with one of those people. Okay. From that point, you're getting married. Like when you leave there, if you make an, a big enough connection, you leave there engaged and you're getting married in 30 days. So I think it was five, was it five or six? It was five couple. No, it was six. It was six couples that actually got engaged. Um, they send them all to Mexico for a week. No electronics. So they didn't have their phones, their laptops, their iPads. So basically Ray Liam would have like yeah, quit. I was sitting here thinking I was out. So I'm yeah. sure Liam would, would be out on it. <laughs> we got to get to that too. So then when they come back to Atlanta, they don't go back to their own houses. They all stay in the same apartment complex but they each have like their own apartment or whatever. And then at the end of the thir of the 30 days, they have a wedding, they have all that stuff and they get up there and you know, the pastor does their thing and they say, "Will you take them?" and they either say yes or no. So that that's that's the premise of it. But it was I mean, it was there was one couple that was very cringeworthy. Um one couple and you know which one that was, right, P? Mm -hmm. That's when you said the dude was past stupid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude, Mark. He was, man, this dude, this lady was playing him. I mean, she was, she liked one of the other guys who got engaged. And she was trying to derail that while just kind of just dogging this dude she was engaged to, man. I mean, it was hor It was so hard to watch. But anyway, the show was really good. And apparently it happened like a year ago because... During the reunion, they said, okay, well, you've been married over a year now, and, and uh, <laughs> I, you know, y'all probably not going to watch, but whatever. So, two of the couples actually made, like, they're still married. It's a so, very cheaply produced show, too. So You mean overhead-wise? Uh, just the camera work and that kind of stuff. Like, the reunion show, it looks like they're in a room with a curtain, and that's it. The interesting thing about the reunion show to me was that it was only an hour long. Like it felt a little rushed because I, I, I wanted to find out more like, I mean, it, it the, I think the whole concept is the whole concept is, is love blind. Like you're basically getting engaged to somebody that you've never seen just based on an emotional attraction. You know what I was confused by? I didn't know um, Nick Lachey and that chick were married. I didn't know that either. Like I, mean, I learned I, it during that show. Like what? I didn't know that. So Bernanda said that she looks like a bet. She's a better looking Christy Teigen. <sighs> she's better looking for sure. I don't know if I see the Chrissy Teigen part. I think probably just because she's like got something in her. Yeah, like Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got she's got ninety eight degrees in her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Badoom. Uh, what do y'all feel about Chrissy? Do you do you think she's attractive? No, I think she's weird looking. Not see, that's what Bernard, but I always hear women say she's weird looking. Um, she's model model pretty, but not, okay. I so, that that's fair. You know what I mean? Like a lot of model looking women are they all have like a strange look to them. Perfect. Yeah, but not like if I saw her going up the street, I wouldn't say, "Oh man, she's so fine." But I can see her model pretty. Yes. What's yeah. her name? I'm so out of the loop. Chrissy Teigen, John Legend's wife. Oh yeah, same. Yeah, same. 
Yeah. She's no, she's right. my. I think model pretty is a good word. That's a good way to put it. But I don't know why women hate her, man. Um, maybe because she's loud, or just, or maybe because she's married to John Legend. I don't see a lot of women like thirsting after John. Legend. Yeah, I, I mean, even <laughs> though he got sexiest man alive or whatever, it's nobody believed like, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't get. I don't understand the hate on her, but whatever. I think she's cool. But I mean, anyway. she's cool. But yeah, I wouldn't be like, oh man, she's just. Stunning or anything, and now she's talking about getting her implants removed. Ooh, yeah, she said she hates she got them and she was gonna get them taken out or something. So, okay. Oh, and uh, Ozark, I started that. Uh, oh, that's what I'm waiting for the wife on. Uh, I love Ozark, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm well, see, I keep uh, saying I'm gonna start that one. Okay, the well, train it starts slow not- too. Say it again. I said Ozark starts slow as well, it does, yeah. But it uh, yeah. But you just gotta hang with it. I mean, it's that's a really good show. Season three is really good so far. Bernada had to run something to her mom's house today, and she was gone probably like an hour and a half. She came back. She was like, "You still sitting here watching this?" I was like, "Yep, <laughs> doing that too." So, yeah. Have you all uh, seen that new series coming on Black on um, Netflix called Black? Um, it's from the creator of Blackish. I think I can't think of the name of it right now. Is it Black AF? Yes, something like that. Yes, and yeah. and uh, I put we, AF because I think they actually just I put think they AF. Say it. Yeah, yeah, I think it is AF. Yeah, and it's, yeah. And it's your girl. Uh, what's her name? Ray Jones' daughter. Uh, Quincy Jones' daughter. Oh, uh, uh, she's Rashida the mom. Jones. Rashida, Rashida Jones. Jones. Yeah, she's the mom. Yeah, yeah I want to watch that because I saw the preview. It looked really funny. Yeah, it looked like a more hardcore blackish, which is probably why it's on Netflix. Yes, for sure. Although. Um, Grownish, it like that. I, I was wondering why that wasn't on network TV, and then actually, after a couple <laughs> actually episodes, watched I was like, it. Oh, yep, now I see why. Yeah, did you see the other one too? The um, well, it was on network TV, free, free form. That's on not one of the that's not like ABC, four. yeah. Well, that, that used to be ABC Family, so that's still not network, though. Mm, so is FX Network? No. It was cable TV. Network so. is ABC, CBS, yeah, and, Fox. But and, it's not streaming. Uh, that doesn't compare to Netflix, so it still comes on TV here. Yeah, know. but what you classically consider network TV is the, you know, the big the, four. The, yeah, the big four, yeah. And yeah. throw in, like, the the uh, W, what is it? Um, uh, it's not the CW. Is it CW? Yeah, that's what yeah, I was thinking CW. of. Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you guys miss most about normal life? I was thinking—I actually have a couple of things I w- that I wrote down. Uh, you know, honestly, nothing has changed that much. I mean, outside of new television shows coming on um, and sports, I mean, nothing's really changed that much. Well, yeah, a lot. Sports are a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say sports hurts, man. Sports is everything, man. It's driving me absolutely crazy. <laughs> I am like literally while we're doing this podcast, I'm watching uh, UVA versus Clemson football. I just keep watching them on repeat and repeat and repeat. Yep. And Ray, you started watching the Ocho because you put me man, on. Man, the Ocho is awesome. I wish they had an Ocho on all the time. Yeah. So I was watching like this uh, dodgeball juggling thing last yes. week. That was insane. So they had to like they there was a juggler in the back and the dodgeball people, instead of actually getting people out, they were trying to knock the pins 
out of the juggler's hands on the opposite team. Yeah, so I could, the juggler could get hit, but he wouldn't be out unless he stopped juggling. Right. And that's how teams score points. Yeah, I could watch that for like four straight hours. <laughs> that was actually pretty entertaining. I miss going to Walmart and not feeling like I have to run through damn Walmart and run back to my car in five minutes. I feel like that anytime I go to Walmart. doesn't matter <laughs> if it's a pandemic or not. I'm talking about Walmart, Target, Publix, every single place I have to go to, I feel like I have to run in and run back out. And I'm like, watch them like, put, you know, putting hand sanitizer on like every five steps. Yeah. Now, I went I, to Publix one time and saw a guy get into it with the employee there because the employee is wiping down the baskets, but he wouldn't give the guy one of the sanitizer rags. The guy sitting there was like, please give me one. And he was like, no, sir, I can't. And he like got loud at this dude to the point where he was like, fine, that, that, here, just had a hand sanitizer. But yeah, that, it's gotten to that where people are getting loud with people over hand sanitizer. Yeah, that it's, it's gotten bad. Um, I definitely miss sports, and I and I thought about it because sports kind of roll into. I mean, y'all know I've been boycotting the NFL, but it, it's like the NBA kind of rolls into baseball, and like nationals are big here, so that's cool. And then that kind of rolls into college football, which mm-hmm. is for me that's king. Um, but I like I I know how much people like despise how much athletes get paid. I'm telling you, is they're worth every bit of it. Them and teachers should be the two highest-paid professions. Well, right I now. was trying to plan my excuse for getting out for uh, the for March Madness for you know the Thursday and Friday. I was like, well, yeah. you know, I, I can work from home or whatever, or just call in sick. And then it's like, well, it's all canceled, so I guess I'll go to work. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing, so another thing I miss a lot, which I didn't realize, is SNL. Oh yeah, that is an all. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but you only missed one week though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just mm. one week. It was oh, no. yeah this week, but because last week I think they were scheduled to be off. But I just miss it. I it's like I always look forward to to SNL on, during the week. And then uh, the other thing I put was going out like to re- like sitting down at a restaurant and going to the movies because I like doing both of those. So yeah, now nah, I miss going to the movies. Yeah, I miss going to restaurants. My wife and I try to go out and eat as often as possible with all these kids here. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, at least you have the age kids, but you could just leave them at home. Well, yeah, for yeah, the most but, part, but but they can't now. Well, yeah, we can't now. And then even when we do, I mean, you got to remember. So, like, I mean, two of them are autistic, right? So they can't really make things for themselves, and they only eat like two or three specific things that my wife has to make. Um, you know, two of my stepkids, but my wife, she'll, so we'll make their food and then we'll leave and go do our own thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's, it's little things. I mean, you just, we really do take a lot for granted, but, um, yeah, I got a question. We, so your, your oldest son, is he into dating? You're asking me? Yes. My, my oldest son. Yes, he is into dating. He is just very, um, Man, I'm telling you, he's, he's, he's just a different kid, man. It's just not that important to him. So he had a girlfriend like a year ago, um, and I guess she was driving him crazy because he didn't have time for her because, I mean, he's training all the time. Um, and he was telling me, like, Dad, she constantly complains that I don't have enough time for her, but when I do have free time, I'm trying to spend time with her. So he just broke up with her. Um, but, you know, I mean, he's a handsome kid. He's got He's got his little fan club. We were at the field working out today. <laughs> We were at the field working out today doing some DB stuff, and these four or five girls walk by, and one is, one says, hey, Zachy, and he ignores her. 
And then she says, Zaki. And the other one's like, oh, that's Zaki. And then, you know, he's like, he waves and it kind of gets right back into his backpedal, like, whatever. And he just, you know, I, you know, he has, I guess he has girls that he like or that like him and that he kick it with. He went on a date with some girl like two weeks ago before the whole quarantine thing. But, you know, he's not tripping off of it, you know. Mm. The, the reason I ask that because I have so many friends with kids that age, with sons that age, and they're saying they're just not that interested in girls right now. And I'm trying to figure out, is that like a new thing? Because when we were in high school, we were girl crazy. So, well, I think it's a little different. So, like, my 16-year-old is girl crazy. So, I just okay. it's just better. <laughs> yeah, so my 16-year-old, it's, he's motivated. Everything he does in life is is. is based on girls and or whatever and my oldest son like girls i mean he, he has girls that he dates and has had girlfriends and stuff like that but i don't know man he just he's just on another level he's you know he wants to play football if it's between going on a date with a chick or going to play seven on seven or football he's going to play football <laughs> well shoot my son's 21 and he still don't act like he i mean i know he likes girls but i'm like dude like do something. Get a car. Do something. You know what I'm saying? And we've made them too too comfortable, right? So like we we have given them <laughs> yeah. we have given them what we didn't have. Look, great homes, great areas, central air, food in the fridge, technology, <laughs> social media. You know, a uh, hundred different things on TV that you can stream. Like, you know, they they right. get their fix through other channels. I mean, I'm sure they'll take a girl, but there's nothing pressing like being outside and having to have this one or that one like it was for us. Right. No, you, you're right. And that, that, I say I always say they're over. They have overstimulation like yep. like we were just talking about, you know, the, the network, you know what you were saying, Ray, you got the big four and that's all we had. Yeah, that's all we had. And yeah. you also had like one TV. You didn't have like your own TV in your room or a phone that you could watch whatever. on. So like, yeah, my grandma wanted to watch MASH. I guess I'm watching MASH. Right, and yeah. so that means I'm going to go outside and talk to girls. <laughs> right, exactly. And yep. oh, speaking of technology, Ray, what happened with Liam? Oh my god! So Zachy, Liam, <clears throat> Liam is four. How he's four? Just turned four. Yeah. So he's a four year old. So be ready for this story because this was funny. So last night, for whatever reason, it's not storming or anything, but the power goes out, and Liam acts like like somebody shot him he's like hey uh what are we doing about this and i'm like well it'll come back over he's like can you call somebody and so we're like well it'll probably come on he's like no can you call somebody so my wife he sits there and watches my wife call uh call alabama power to see what's going on and he's like i was watching trolls i mean how am i going to watch trolls and it's like well just calm down we will get something up or whatever so i go down i've got a generator that you know portable generator so i'm like getting a generator up trying to get cable and stuff back on just so he can calm down because he's i mean he's not even like freaked out because it's dark he's freaked out because he can't get on the internet i'm like dude so now i'm like hey you gotta start doing stuff without technology because we can't have this reaction every time something goes down (laughs) man that's my whole house (laughs) <laughs> that, is, that is my entire house. Like, I don't even know how many people like are on my Wi-Fi at one given moment. It is insane. Every TV, the microwave, the Nest thermostat, and I'm a big technology guy too, man. But it's it's just bad. It's just bad. That's my thing. I can't fault them because I'm really the same way. I'm just forty. 
So, <laughs> so you've you know, earned that right. Yeah, I, I, I paid for this stuff, and he's like four, and like, oh my god, the end of the world is here. Mm-hmm. That's yep. that's crazy at four years old, but I, I I get it, man. I mean, listen, we um to also to prepare for this whole quarantine thing. My wife went out and got a bunch of games, like you know, like Pictionary, and we got a. Uh, family Feud, just games to play with the kids. They have zero interest. Like, there is no, like, let's all get together and do this. Everybody is on their device in their own section for the most, for most of the time. And it's just, it's, it's you know, you just can't compete with it. It's, it, it runs their life. Yeah, it does. 100%. Um, speaking of technology, um, P, you put me onto that, uh, and I I had seen it. I don't know why I didn't think that Joyner Lucas video. Yes. You want to take talk about it? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, moving on. Um, I, I like the video a whole lot because from a technical aspect, I think I told you all this. I could tell, I could see how he made the video, and the mm. video it looks great, but I can tell just from my aspect, it was very cheaply made because I know exactly how he did it. But it was so creative that nobody thought to do that before he did it. You know what I mean? So, do you I want mean, to tell people what the, the people who hadn't seen the video? You want to tell them what it how it is and what it's about? No. So, join, so it's basically <laughs> it's a video about Will Smith and Jordan Lucas idol apparently. Um, so, in the video, he starts off as the Fresh Prince and then he goes through uh, several Will Smith movie roles. And he as he's rapping, actually, the other thing, I don't know if y'all noticed or not, but it's no cursing in the whole song. And I think that was intentional because it was Will Smith. Mm-hmm. But, but he goes through several different um, movies and he's rapping about the movies that Will Smith was in. But he's kind of tying them together to make it not sound so awkward in the rap. Like, and then I was the Fresh Prince. It's, it's more <laughs> it's, it's more inconspicuous than just saying how, how would have com- How would Common have said it? <laughs> Never was a love, 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 love like Fresh Prince. And then, <laughs> some bullshit. The same, the same way he say everything else, basically. But um, it was a real cool video, man. It got a whole bunch of views, and it's still going up like crazy. And I thought about that because I was listening to another podcast. They were saying, "Oh, he just mostly released all the songs that he had videos for already." Which is super smart because those songs that are on YouTube, they have all those millions of views. They count towards your album sales totals. So if you're just taking the stuff that you already put out, and I think it was like five of those songs, and you stick them on your album, the first day your album comes out, it's already like gold or platinum or whatever it is based on the songs that were put out months ago. Hmm. So, so yeah, Wait, hold on a sec. The, down, the videos count towards your sales everything mm-hmm. every, every streaming every streaming form format counts as towards your sales so i don't know the exact um how many streams equals a sale it may be like a hundred thousand equals one sale or something oh like that. okay I got right you. so it's like a it may be fifty thousand i'm not sure what it is exactly nobody really knows right um but except the, the label yes but the ones they that, don't even know they just make up stuff but right. the ones you like already Bitcoin. the ones you already accumulated go towards your album sales. So, like, back in the day, if Snoop released Gin and Juice on cassette, Gin and Juice could go platinum. But when his album came out, that started from zero, right? But now, uh, but now, everything you put out up into the album, as long as it's on the album, that's why you'll see a lot of songs, like, um, that are years old. Look at uh, Jay Electronica. Yeah, I was going to say that yes. um, Shiny um, Suit Theory. Shiny Suit Theory was 10 years old. 
but it was on the album probably just to get those streams that it did over the years. So, oh. but yeah, that's kind of how it works now. But yeah, okay. Joiner is like super creative, man. His videos are super creative. It made me watch other Joiner Lucas videos that I'd never seen before. Like he has that one with Eminem where all the zombies are doing the same thing they do. Have you all mm-hmm. seen that one? I hadn't seen it. I just I heard so. like that's the one where he, Eminem was talking about. What if I was gay? I don't think he says this in the song. I don't think. Yeah. I thought that was that song because that's what uh, that Jordan was talking about. Yeah, I don't think he said that in this. I don't know. That might have been a clip from something else. I don't remember him saying that in the song though. But um, hmm. yeah, but the video was really cool though. All his okay. videos are really cool. All right, and then I saw Will Smith responded on the Breakfast Club, so yes, that was pretty did. cool. Yep. Yeah. All right. Nice. Um. Yeah, I thought the video was cool too. I mean, I thought it was very creative. I like the one line he had in there where he just he he said, you know, legends die young and basically give give people their flowers while they're here. So I thought that was cool. Um, and also at the end, he looked like Will Smith and Gemini Man because oh, that yeah. really looked that really did not look like real Smith. Right. Yeah. Um, and then y'all listening to new music this week? I'm still finishing up uh, Childish Gambino. I've gotten probably about halfway through. Now, the thing is, since I'm not really driving in the car, I don't have time to like listen to stuff. And that's usually when I'm listening to it is on the way to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the Childish Gambino album. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty like Neo Prince. That's kind of who he is, though. Yeah, I downloaded it. I haven't listened to it yet. I actually had one song playing when I went to the grocery store a minute ago, and it didn't even get through it. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, I um, went back to Royce this week again, mm-hmm. to and got some different stuff from that. And I tried Little Uzi Vert just because I feel old, and maybe I'm not. Oh I'm my not, goodness, I'm not getting it. <laughs> what? What? Look, I feel like I'm not getting it. So I'm. I wanted to listen to it again, and I still don't get it. So I gave up. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Well, 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 I can't say that because I went back and listened to Young Thug and I got it. But I Young Thug? Yes. I went oh back. My God. Yes, I could send you a Young Thug playlist and I guarantee you would like it. I doubt it. I'm telling you, you would. But you I'm can send you. it and I'll just look, you know, I... And I don't hate I don't hate the new age rappers. I, I love the beats, and I'm just I'm more of a conscious hip hop person anyway. So that's just more my style. Unless I'm, unless I'm in the club, if I'm in the club, then yeah, I'm all for it. But if I'm driving or if I'm just sitting at home, I want something that that's gonna make me think. You know, I'm more of a you know Kendrick uh, Kendrick J Cole type person. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. How, so how did you like J Electronica? <clears throat> So I like Jay Electronica. So I've, I've, so right now when I walk, I'm listening to that. I'm listening to the Jada Kiss um, that came out a couple weeks ago, and that's pretty much been on repeat. Do you like the Jada Kiss? I hate that album. No, I, I like the Jada Kiss. Well, I like Jada Kiss himself. I, I like his delivery. So he don't really have to do much for me to get into a vibe. Now again, this is music that I'm listening to while I'm walking or jogging. So half the time I'm so out of breath that I can barely hear <laughs> what they're saying right. anyway. But yeah, I, I'm a Jada Kiss fan, so. Yeah, and we talked about the Jay Electronica album. We just felt like, I think collectively, we felt like it was a Jay Z album. Yeah. He just let he let Jay Z outshine him on his own album that we yeah. waited ten years for. Nah, I agree with that. Yeah. I went back um, to that Apollo Brown and uh, Joel Ortiz. That's really good. I like the Joel Ortiz. You talking the one that came out like six months ago? Mm-mm, this is the one from 2018. It's called Mona Lisa. 
Oh no, Joe mm-hmm. Ortiz came out. Um, yeah, I, I have that one too. It's named Monday, but I went back and listened to the one from 2018. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, it. I I really like the Joe Ortiz out. He had this one. I think it was called Anxiety, or it was one record on there that was really mm-hmm. good. It's, yeah, Anxiety. That's the name of it. Yeah, that's a. Re- if you guys have not heard that record, it's really, really deep. So, so you talk about conscious rap, Zachy. That's a good one. I'm about to check um, it out. Yeah, um, I tried to listen to the weekend, and I felt like, like I, and I'm not, I'm, I'm actually, I'm not being funny when I say this. I looked because I thought my phone was on repeat. It, it felt like every song was exactly the same song. And I was like, didn't I just listen to this song? And I was like, no, that was three songs ago. Um, it felt like it just was not creative at all. Like I thought he's better than that, but he's got good songs on there. Don't get me wrong, but it just felt like there was like no. It just felt the same. It was like the same tone on every single song. So I don't know if you guys listened to that. It one. was no. Yeah, AR. I don't listen to it. I listened to Weekend. I listened to Party Next Door. Oh, how was that? Horrible. Oh, um, it may have had three good songs. Um. I don't know. R&B is in a weird space to me right now. Most mm-hmm. of the good R&B is the people you never heard of before. Yeah. Um, or, you know, low-key people. But the the main um, mainstream people are kind of... It's like either super poppy or really is hip-hop disguised as R&B. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So... What was the one chick... I can't remember her name. And see that... I mean, kind of... Daniel Cole? Echo or whatever? Now I didn't. I downloaded her album. I did not listen. I'm going to listen to that this week. I'm glad you said that. I listened to the first two songs and I said, "But you don't like her, right?" Yeah, it wasn't for me. I like her. She got a psychedelic type sound, but the problem is she only has that one kind of sound. So all her songs kind of sound like that. (laughs) that First album, yeah. But she she normally has good lyrics. So like you can get past the you know just listen. She's she's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm going to listen to that this week because I keep saying I'm going to. I downloaded it like when it came out like two weeks ago, but I just haven't listened. So what do you um, all think about, I don't know if you've been watching this, but the, the Instagram battles. So the first, I think that was Wednesday night or Tuesday night, it was Swiss Beats versus Timberland, which they had already done one live before, but they did it on IG Live. And then two nights after that, it was like Boy Wonder versus Hit Boy. Um, that was one that Joe Budden instigated, and then last night it was <laughs> it was the Dream versus uh, Sean Garrett, like who had the best songwriting, you know, hits in their catalog. And from what I can tell, the Dream was like killing him. Um, mm. Sean, Sean Garrett looked high or something, or he looked real bad in the <laughs> videos. <laughs> but the Dream just had like songs you didn't even know he wrote, like it was crazy stuff. I'd heard about him, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, I hadn't seen any of. Them. Okay, they're they're like on YouTube. People screen grab and stuff, but I hate watching low quality stuff. But. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the other thing I think speaking of Instagram, that's funny is all these DJ. I know you know D Nice came out and started doing the um, the parties last week. Now everybody's jumping in on it. Yeah. So it's cool. It's like you going from like radio station to radio station, basically. So I'm I'm still wondering how, and I think they were trying to explain how it works, but how are they not getting taken down by the record companies? Um, what I mean, would they get taken down if they were in a they, in a club doing it? They're not. Well, the club pays money though. Like I knew that before they said it on the podcast. So every club play pays royalties to 
uh, the record companies to play the music in the club or in the lounge or in the bar or whatever it is. They pay a certain amount each month. And I think it's based on capacity or how many people are in attendance and all this other kind of stuff. It's a weird formula. But I, I learned that back in school. Um, even the music you hear playing in Target and stuff, they have to play royalties for that. Now, wow. my thing is, I think Instagram isn't appreciating the traffic, so they're allowing it. Because um, my daughter was singing a song and they blocked my video. And it was just my baby singing it. So, so <laughs> these people will sit here DJing whole songs. I think they're just enjoying the track. Same thing as TikTok. Well, TikTok pays royalties, though. That's kind of different. But IG, I think they're just enjoying all the traffic and all the people flooding IG right now. That is good publicity for them, so they're not blocking it. But I, I can see, I can see IG uh, accepting it. But record companies. I would think they'd be like, hey, where's our cut from this? But I guess they're not really making any money. Like, the DJs aren't making any money off of it. So Yeah, there's that too. They're making... Hmm, they're making income based off the attention that they're garnering while they're doing it. So, not directly, yes, I guess. Yeah, so it's not, monetiz- it's not monetiz- monetization. And that's the same way somebody can perform a cover of a song at a concert and not have to pay to the artist. But mm-hmm. once you record that Joker and sell it, then you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the other thing is all these NFL moves. It's like a the week of the quarterback. Dude, Cam Newton got screwed so bad, man. Yeah, he did. I mean, I wouldn't. I, I mean, it's a business. It's a dirty business, man. But they did them super bad. Um, What'd they but, do to him? Because I, I didn't. Well, well, because so they knew when they hired the new coach, he didn't want him. But they mm-hmm. held on to him to after other quarterbacks started getting signed different places. Yeah, all these other jobs were taken. So, mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, we'll give him permission to look for a trade. Well, okay. all the jobs are full, and people know, and plus, the people know, like, hey, this dude ain't going to be on the roster. Like, anyway, so why would we trade for something that's going to be out there for free anyway? Why pay nineteen million if I could wait till they drop them, and then yeah. pay them five million for a year? Uh, yeah, it's messed up. And if you look at the other contracts that are more recent, it's amazing he was only making nineteen million compared to what Tannehill just got, and compared to you know what I mean. I know the the agreement changed since then, but sheesh. Mm-hmm. And Cam Newton is better than Tannehill right now. Yes. Yeah. Right now, you put him on Tennessee, it changes the team. I I don't know, man, but uh, I hope he lands somewhere and has a chance to compete. But uh, you see he posted on Twitter his workout. Uh, He had gospel playing uh, uh, grade for grade for that song, and he uh, was kind of working out with no shirt on. I was like, I don't want to see a whole bunch of them, but he seems like like he's in his zone. But I also feel like we're going to get a whole bunch of those videos the next couple of weeks. So, Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm saying I never would have made it. No. <laughs> <laughs> if I did, it would be better than um, Justin Bieber. Than Justin Bieber. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and then, how much did Brady? Because now Brady is in Tampa. I didn't see his contract yet. I I he, he, got, got like, he got two years, thirty million, right? Yeah, uh, that's what yeah. it was. Two and thirty. Okay. Yeah, must be nice, man. And he's still not the breadwinner in that family. No, and that's the thing that you know if you're. A multi-millionaire and you're not the breadwinner of that that's like awesome to just have that like oh yeah well i mean if i don't get picked up we still we still eat <laughs> right. wow his wife makes more than him oh yeah, oh, yeah. She, and, she's like yeah she may like when you see him like walking the dog and stuff like that 
there's like so many jokes because they're like, yeah, no, she she still tell him what to do because you know his little hundred million don't mean nothing to her. Wow. So, yeah, I don't know how much she's worth, but I'm looking I, it up right now. Screen man. Screen man. Yeah. <laughs> What's well, three sixty? She's worth three sixty. Yep. He is. Yeah, how much worth, is she worth? He's worth uh, one eighty. There yeah. you go. Wow. Yeah. Wow. She's he makes one hundred eighty million and cannot touch what she makes. And he's out there getting like hit by you know three hundred pound men. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. He he makes one eighty and married up. So that's crazy. Yeah. And then uh Pete, what were you saying about your boy Tua? Oh, yeah. So right now the conversation is about, you know, I predicted this a year ago. I said Miami was gonna draft him. And it kind of was just based on race. <laughs> this dude from Hawaii, so I'm pretty pretty sure he's gonna go to Miami. But I looked at it. Wait, how does that work out? I don't know. Because the Rock went to Miami. I don't know. Man, shit. <laughs> I don't know. It just seemed like a place that people from Hawaii would be in Miami. It's like the no, it's not. It's yeah, yeah. Man, my logic makes sense in my head. Let's just say it like that. So I was thinking about it because, um, you know, I know they would have an opening for a quarterback coming up. Mm-hmm. But I think they draft five, and the conversation right now is whether they're going to try to go up to get him, if they're afraid that somebody is going to try to jump them to get him. But they think he's going to land at five automatically. So it's kind of like a um, a game of chicken right now between them and I forgot the other team. Um, was it Cincinnati and somebody else? I think. Well, who's who has the first four picks? Cincinnati's number one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's Kansas two. Yep, skins are two, and they're gonna get three, three or five. Oh, no! Let me see. Scream man. Miami's five, I think. So who is Cincinnati gonna take? Uh, Detroit is three, and New York Giants are four. Okay. Yeah, he won't go to New York. He won't go to DC. And the Chargers are six. Yeah, but if they're the if they're at five, then they're not worried about them. Well, so, if they trade, oh, up, unless though. someone jumped yeah, up, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What, yeah, that's what they're worried about. Somebody jumping up to get them. Well, they're get so the Redskins are are getting um, Chase Young. Chase Young, thank you. You know he went to Pilate before Dematha. I know. You? Yeah, I know. It's a whole lot um, of people, man. The kid landed landed Tangwell, the number two or number three uh, offensive lineman in the nation, who just committed to Penn State two days ago. He went to Pilate before he transferred to Good Council. <sighs> Yep. I don't know how we're losing all those kids. <laughs> well, I do actually, but you know, it's another story. Um, and then the Panthers are like number seven, and they said if he fell to seven, they would get to him. <laughs> so, so, man, it's crazy. Who knows? What's I don't know if you want to give up a whole lot to get a quarterback that probably can't play next year. <laughs> well, they they said, they said he, he was um, good. Yeah, they said he was good. Yeah, he did like, hurt. Mm, I don't know. As a GM, you're putting a whole lot of. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying don't take him at five, but I'm saying if you're if you're already at five, and if you had to move up to three, right? Because Redskins, I don't think they're going to move. I think they're happy where they are, and they they know who they they want Chase Young. Mm-hmm. So if you're at five and you got to move up two spots and possibly give up like a second round pick or another first. For a, a guy that may not even play, I mean, if he does play, he's not. I don't know. That just seems like a lot to me. But 
That's why I'm here talking to you guys and I'm not the GM. So, who knows? But I don't know. Seems like a lot. I would. I, I think my point is, if I was the Dolphins, I would go ahead and just roll the dice and hope he'll be there at five. Well, who else is there to get? I don't, Cam Newton. Oh, you. Oh, I mean, like in the draft. <laughs> no, I know. I, well, I mean, well, I, being well, I predicted Cam Newton was going to be on Miami next year too, and two was going to play it behind him. That well, was because game. because he's black and black people go to Miami. Because <laughs> <laughs> Miami hood, <laughs> and, he, and he was engaged to a stripper, and that's like a stripper capital. So a lot of things were pointing toward Miami. Cam Newton was engaged to a stripper. Mm-hmm. Was does she live in Maryland? Because I know the girl. He has a girlfriend up here. She was from Maryland. Yes. Yep. I know. I know. Yep. Okay. He was at this, uh, oh, shoot, what's the name of that? What's the little bounce, the little tr- trampoline park called? What's Sky Zone. Called? Sky Zone, yep. He was at Sky Zone the same day we were there, I think for my one of my kids' birthday parties. He was there with that with uh, his girlfriend or fiance, whoever's kid's birthday. Right there, right there in Columbia, Zachy. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know she was a stripper, though. That's pretty funny. <laughs> sure you didn't know. <laughs> I, I didn't. Yeah, so what were you saying? Oh, Miami being the stripper capital of the world? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> See, I thought Atlanta was a stripper camp. No, it was really Tampa. Well, take that back. Tampa? Really, really is Portland. Portland, Oregon. Portland? Mm-hmm. Portland, mm. Portland has the most uh, strip clubs per, I think, city block or something like that. Not the black strip clubs. Yeah, of course not. That's Atlanta. <laughs> Got to be Atlanta. I don't know, P. It's it's Tampa for it was Tampa. I know for sure because somebody Tampa? told me. That. Yeah, <laughs> somebody told me that before, Lawrence. Somebody told me that before. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he just said that was where his favorite one was. I don't know if he said that's they have uh, the most. Yep. Portland is home to the most strip clubs per capita in the U.S. Blah, blah, blah. The city has 54 and has twice as many strip clubs as it has public restrooms. And none of them have a rhythm. I don't want to say that. Hey, <laughs> right. The Trailblazers are there, man. You know, you don't know that. <laughs> you don't know that. Shoot. What's, does it say who's number two? Um... It doesn't have anybody else on here. It just has Portland. You failed us. Birmingham. No, it can't be Birmingham. It says Atlanta's number five. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I would think it'd have to be Atlanta. So it's, it's uh, they, they do it by state. So Oregon's first. That would be Portland. West Virginia second. Nevada's oh. third. Yeah. South Dakota is fourth. Okay, uh, so South Dakota, which, which does sound funny, right? But I actually read something one time. I'm curious if Portland has the same kind of thing going on so south dakota there's a lot of um they, they do a lot of mining there and these miners go up there and i think they only work like part of the year but they make like hundreds of thousands of dollars but i actually saw something one time where they said that um strippers there actually make about the same amount of money wow so yeah. so then this so is like capital though. this is you know based on population too so right yeah. Yeah. So that's anyway. crazy, and definitely not based on quality. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
You guys got anything else? How's homeschooling going? Crazy because my daughter keeps writing certain letters backwards. And, so, <laughs> and, and, and it's driving me damn crazy that I trace. I, I, you know how you do the little hash marks? So I'm tracing all the letters for her to trace over me. And then she'll get the L and just do the L backwards. And I'm going, why? You can see where the dots go. And she's like, because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just driving me nuts, man. So she right. does that backwards. So she writes uh, set L backwards and seven backwards. So I don't know why she does that. But mm. Well, she's five. So. Oh, and check this out. So she can add, but only if the numbers are the same number. So if you go, Paige, what's five plus five? Ten. No hesitation. What's five plus two? Um, three. <laughs> what's three plus three? Six. And you're like, wait a minute, wait, what? <laughs> so I, I did this experiment with. I just start putting, you know, what's two plus two? Four. Like everything I ask her, no hesitation. What's two plus three? Uh, ten. Like she's not even counting them, but for some reason, when the number is, you know, it's yeah, it's like same, some muscle memory. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's strange. I'm gonna have to check and see if Liam would do that. Try that, please. Let me know. Maybe that's how they're. Maybe that's what they're teaching them in there. Maybe so. Yeah, their kids are in the same class too, Zachy. That's the other thing. Oh wow! So yeah. So that I mean, it could be like they're teaching them. <laughs> well, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. They probably yeah. never be in the same class again. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, closed, I forgot. Yeah, yeah they shut it down. Done for the year, or for the the school year. It's done. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the so Maryland actually closed this week through April twenty fourth. Yep. So they're like hoping that they could get that last month in, but I, I mean I don't see it happening. Well, apparently Trump just extended the uh, extended it to April thirtieth. Mm-hmm. The social distancing. Yeah. Yeah, but my thing is, so like, if they don't have school the rest of the year, what is the plan? Like, does everybody automatically, you know, go to the next grade? Or are, you, are they going to send home a test that they have to study and test out of the grade? Or, like, I don't, I just don't understand how that's going to work leading into yeah, next year. I don't, I don't, I feel like they don't have a plan. Um, they don't. So, the, and my wife is an administrator, so I, I'm pretty confident when I say they don't. Um, like, my daughter's school, so at her school, what they're doing, they're still going to school every day at the same time, but it's online. So the teachers come in, they have class, they have their four, they have five-minute break between classes, have their 40-minute lunch break at the same time. She gets out of school at the same time. Everything's the same, but she's in private school. So what does that mean for the county schools, right? So my thing is, at some point, if you have, like, her grade, everyone at her, let's say her whole school is doing it. And I know a lot of the private schools are doing it. I'm not sure if uh, Spalding is, Aki, but um, I know Pilates doing it as well so if they're all doing that but then you have the the public school kids just kind of sitting at home doing packets and just kind of hoping to stay you know to do something it's going to cause a huge difference in the learning between the kids between public and private school kids um and then the other thing is are you just going to do a pass fail like say so basically to your point Okay, well, this kid was failing, so we're just going to fail him. Or this kid was passing, so we're just going to pass him. So there won't be any grades, but it'll basically be pass-fail. And next year, everybody's basically going to be... And the, the other thing is, it's happened with like a quarter left in school. So they got most of the... Of the well, a quarter and a half, because it started, it started like with still half of the third quarter to go. But I can promise you, if they start failing somebody's kid, 
<laughs> who didn't get a yeah. chance to make up, that's going to be a huge issue, you know. But yep, yep. Yeah, I, I agree. Think. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. So <clears throat> now it's uh, interesting too. Like in Alabama, they're not letting uh, schools do online learning or whatever because not everybody has internet. Right, especially in Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got to throw my jab in there each week. Um, so. Anne Arundel County announced that starting next week, they're going to stay. They've set up Google Classrooms, and the kids actually have to go to school for two sessions. So they got to go from eight to eleven a.m. and then they get a break from eleven to one, and then one to four p.m. They said that for all the all the kids who don't have, uh, uh, you know, a computer, they can come and get one, pick one up from the school. They'll rent it to them, and they also said if you don't have Wi-Fi, that that you can, they'll have the Wi-Fi free at schools at all the Anne Arundel County schools. So you can park in a parking lot to do your work, which is ridiculous if you want kids to be doing three-hour, two-part sessions oh, sitting yeah. in a car. But that's that's what they're trying to do. Okay. that Now, that actually does make a lot of sense. I mean, they're trying something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Internet thing is a big issue. And I found – I mean, I just happened to find that out. with I, didn't, I wasn't aware that people, uh, especially in this area, still didn't have Internet. But I have like three well, employees. Of course, Liam like, doesn't, well, I don't have internet. doesn't have internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Liam's like, how do you people survive? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Sherm, you have Verizon, right? Yeah. Did they give you the free uh, Wi-Fi? I didn't get, well, I have a, uh, what do you mean free Wi-Fi? The, the hotspot? Yeah, the free hotspot. They gave, I got a text yesterday saying that we were getting 15 extra gigs. Oh, I got more. I got 30. Well. It's based on the number of people on your account. Maybe, well, but maybe I, it's because you're in Alabama and they know y'all don't have internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, in Liam's voice, shut up, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why they gave us 15, but we uh, we have an unlimited data plan, and so I think that already came with like a certain amount of hotspot gigs, but. I don't know. I it's it's like we were to, uh Bernanda and I were talking about that today like how do you enforce parents not coming to pick up the the Chromebook cuz that that's what they're doing here in Maryland. They're saying well, you come get the uh what's it called Chromebook? What's yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chromebook. Yeah, so you could come pick it up and and rent it like what Zach he was just saying. But how do you what do you do if a parent says, "Well, I'm not doing it or we don't have the internet or I don't have a way to get there to pick it up?" Yeah. And, you know, you fail the kid, and then they're like, well, this isn't really fair. Y'all didn't have school. So, (laughs) I don't know. Mm -hmm. Are air cards still a thing? No. (laughs) Mm -mm, Because everybody just does a hotspot now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I was wondering if you could get around it with using an air card if a family said, well, we don't have internet, and you just say, okay, well, here's an air card to use. But. They could give them a MiFi, like a, yeah, um, yeah, but I don't know if they want to pay for that. Yeah, but it's kind of it's kind of weird that they would say come sit in the parking lot for six hours. Yeah, it's crazy. Or eight hours, really, because you're gonna go home. Yeah, what? I don't know. It's a mess. What? Well, has Alabama said what they're gonna do? Mm-hmm. We're out mm-hmm. for a year. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying, like, what are they gonna do with everybody next year? Is everybody just no? Up? They haven't said anything. Mm-mm. So they so they've closed, but they're still trying to figure that out. Man, our yeah. education system is so bad. It's just they pass everybody anyway, so it doesn't matter. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Nobody's failing, especially if you're going to Alabama to play football. 
Well, you see, uh, the SEC is about to start letting them do. Now, that's the thing. So we can't do online school, but the SEC is going to let you do online uh, football training. So you can at least be in the, uh, I guess, the coaching sessions or whatever. Uh, they're going to let them do it online. Are you serious? Yeah. SEC don't play about football, man. No, no, they yeah, don't. Right. You can't get an education, but you finna learn these plays. <laughs> <laughs> and you better know them come July. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's gonna be interesting. But with um with Trump extending that today, I guess Maryland is gonna have to turn around and extend that another week. Yeah, that's what I that's why I was telling you that if they're doing it to the thirtieth, then they're they're gonna to have to extend it to the thirtieth. Right. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Anyway, you fellas got anything else? Nope. All right. All right, well Zach Key, thanks for joining us, man. We really appreciate it and uh you know, good luck to you and the family. Oh, Hopefully, thanks for uh, having me, man. Yeah, hopefully, um, if you got to start hunting for food, because you know, <laughs> but I know you grew up in the country, so you you probably a good shot. So. Man, we got we got I got a lot of guns. Is, is what I'm concerned about. Hey, hey, look, we got a lot of guns. I got a shotgun, and I did stock up on ammo, so we good to go. And <laughs> hey, you got a lot of boys, so you you got some help. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Right. All right, cool. I appreciate All right, it, y'all. Right, yeah, thanks, man. We'll get you back on and um. You know, looking forward to, to seeing what happens with, uh, I would call him Lil Zaki, but I know he's about your size now. So, uh, <laughs> pretty we'll much junior. Yeah. So, um, so interested to follow his path and see where that takes him. And, you know, good luck with the rest of the kids too. And, um, you got a whole herd over there, man. You got a lot you're responsible for. So, uh, keep me in your prayers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you got more than the three of us combined. So that's crazy. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. All right, fellas. Y'all have a good week, and uh, we'll holler at you. All right, man. Take care. All right. Peace.